0: Hi, everyone. It's been a while. Um, Welcome back to another episode of Everything and Nothing. I'm your host, Jaden Scalise, and it is really great to be back. Um, My voice is really weird. I know it sounds probably really disgusting to hear (laughs) in your headphones, but I am a little bit sick, so we're just going to have to work with it today question of the day is where the fuck have i been um last time i talked to you was probably a couple weeks into um fall quarter and it is now the beginning of winter quarter so i apologize for not being active but i'm going to explain why i wasn't because i had a quarter unlike any i've other ha- i've ever had before um so last quarter I was taking a psych class, a stats class, and organic chemistry. And uh, yeah, those classes were definitely hard. I mean, obviously the hardest one was Ochem, but for some reason my schedule, like all my classes lined up so perfectly that I had a midterm. You know, they call the midterm. I don't know if this happens at other universities, but UW calls all of our exams like midterms, basically. Even if it's like a midterm, like a week before finals week, it's still considered like a midterm. I don't know why. Why don't they just call them exams? I don't know. Ask the fucking dean. Um, but my schedule lined up perfectly so that <laughs> I had a midterm every single week for eight weeks. And... I know you're probably thinking, like, oh, like, Jaden, isn't that just college? Like, you have, like, tests all the time. It's, like, supposed to be hard. No, because I haven't had this happen before. In my three years of school, well, two and a half now, I have never had this happen in college. Um, But how it basically went was any time that I had an exam one week, say that I had, like, an OCHEM exam on a Tuesday, I would spend a week studying for that exam because it's really fucking hard. Right when I finished it, I would have to start studying for my psych exam, which would be on Friday. And then it doesn't stop there. Once I finished my psych exam on Friday, I would have a stats exam the next Monday that I would immediately have to start studying for. So this is basically an example of like a regular week in my life. (laughs) Last quarter. And it went like this. I kid you not, I counted eight weeks straight. I didn't have any free time. I quite literally lived at the library. If you live with me, you know that every night after dinner, I would get my backpack on and walk my ass to the library. Every every night, every single night. And it was really fucking horrible. I hated it. I I hated every minute of it. Um. and I mean did it make me a better test taker for sure because like after two years of like not really taking in-person exams and then being like thrown into eight weeks of like all in-person exams every single week I definitely got back into like the old groove I had in high school of like taking tests in person um, but At what cost? (laughs) Because that shit sucked. Um, I ended the quarter with honestly really fucking good grades. Like, I am really proud of myself because I, like, took a hell of a situation and, like, came out of it with, like, some of the best grades I've ever had. So props to me because I deserve that. I worked my ass off for it. Um, but it did really fucking suck. So that's where I was. <laughs> and that's why I didn't have any time to record any episodes, even though I wanted to, because I had like a moment. Uh, I think it was probably like maybe like week six or seven of me taking exams every week. And I just wanted to come on here and just like absolutely b- obliterate the American college system. Like I wanted to lay into it and be like exams are stupid, they don't actually test your knowledge. Like I was pissed. Like I was really upset because I was so tired and over it, but I'm sorry I didn't have enough time. Um but I'm back now. I'm here and this quarter is definitely going to be different because um I'll get into it in a little bit, but my schedule is a lot different. Um and the classes I'm taking are a lot different. But Um, I did just get back from winter break. Um, I had, I think it was like two weeks. This is stupid, okay? Like, I love the quarter system, but I also hate the quarter system because I only have like two weeks off at Christmas when like all of my friends have like a month off. I mean, like, it's fine. I just wish I had some more time. But I, I feel like any time that I get back home from school, I spend at least two to three days in bed recovering. like just simply recovering from the last 10 weeks of school that I basically had to like torture myself to get through. um like I, I don't I'm just exhausted and I just lay in bed and I sleep and I watch TV and that's how it should be. I used to feel guilty for doing that because I was like, why am I so fucking lazy? I can't get out of bed. But honestly, that's just my body literally recovering. Like, you need a couple days off to just lay in bed, and that's it. And I remember I listened to an Emma Chamberlain podcast episode. I think it was her favorite episode of mine is called, like, Why Do I Hate Myself? I know that title sounds depressing, but it was a really good episode. And I remember in it she talks about how she would, like, hate her on herself for, like, laying in bed. And that did nothing but, like, prevent her from getting any actual rest, even though that was the point of why she was in bed. And that was kind of what, I don't know, I was like, you know, I'm just not going to hate on myself for laying in bed. Like, if I need to lay in bed, it's because I'm tired and I need the rest. And I know, like, this can be different for people who are struggling with depression, like I know the difference for me now between me laying in bed because I'm recovering and me laying in bed because I'm depressed. So, as long as I know the difference, I can lay in bed and recover all I want. But anyways, um, winter break was relaxing. I mean, I love being home. It's obviously, I've talked about it before, but it's my favorite place in the entire world. It's where I feel the most comfortable. I mean, I have my own bed. I have my dog. I have home cooked meals. It's great. Um, but this winter break, I kind of had a big decision to make. And it kind of like altered the course of my current life. Um, not as dramatic, but like it's kind of true. So during, we're going to go back to, uh, this starts kind of in like the end of fall quarter. So it's the end of like fall quarter probably like a couple weeks before finals and um, I was struggling like OCHEM I mean I don't want to be that bitch that's like oh it's not that hard (laughs) the content itself if you like apply yourself is not that hard. Studying takes a lot of effort focusing in class for two hours takes a lot of effort so it does take a lot of effort that you need to put in to learn the material. But I wouldn't say that the material I learned was the hardest thing I've, I've like ever encountered. You know, was it the hardest class I've ever taken? Yes. But that's because of the amount of work that I had to put in to get out the grade that I got. Um, so, again, picture this. I'm exhausted. I've taken midterm after midterm after midterm for the past couple like weeks and weeks and weeks. I'm exhausted we decide like in me and my friends are on the couch one day it's like a Saturday and we're like let's just turn on like a movie or something because I'm exhausted and we decide to watch the documentary Stutz um S-T-U-T-Z it is Jonah Hill's documentary about his psychiatrist and that like definitely sounds weird when you first like hear it but um, Jonah Hill basically made an entire documentary about his psychiatrist slash therapist and about his, like, the therapist and his life and all these tools that the therapist gave to him that changed his life. And obviously, I'm a psych major. I love this shit. You also know I'm very passionate about mental health, so I fucking love this shit. And this documentary... Like, I don't know what it did to me, but it like woke up some part of me that I like hadn't really felt before. And it was, I think, towards the end of the documentary where um, Jonah and Stutz are talking um, and they're like reflecting on, you know, how Stutz changed Jonah's life and how they became extremely close, and I think it was when, like, Jonah said, like, you know, I love you, and Studs said, you know, like, I love you, too, and I know that that sounds so cheesy and, like, stupid, but I was, like, crying, like, that was just so fucking beautiful, like, the way that a therapist can have such an impact on your life, When they, you know, used to be a stranger and you have such profound feelings for them that you, you, like it is love that is like comes out of an incredible relationship like that. And I experienced that for like the first time over the summer with my therapist, like one of them, my like main um, individual therapist, where she just understood me and supported me and made me realize all this shit about me that literally changed my life and it became like a feeling of like I love you like not in like a weird way like in a completely platonic like you changed my life I love you type of way and I understood in that moment why Jonah and Stutz were like saying like I love you Because to some people like that's like oh that's extremely unprofessional like you shouldn't be saying that to like your therapist or if you're a therapist you shouldn't be saying that to like your client. But like if someone changes your life like that and gives you tools that like alter the course of your life and make you realize things that you never would have figured out before and like support you through your darkest moments. The only word for that is love like that's it um and seeing that like beautiful relationship between a therapist and a patient just some like part of me in like my fucking soul was like that's what I need to be doing like I don't know how to explain it but it was just this like voice in my mind that was literally said this is what I need to be doing and I have been, like, pre-med since high school. Like, that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to be a doctor. Since, like, elementary school, I was obsessed with the thought of being a doctor. I love human biology. I love science, obviously. Um, But I had never really let myself think about other careers. And I worked through this a lot over the summer, but it was kind of a box I put myself in of like, this is what you want to do. This is all you're going to do. Like, you know, because once you get into pre-med courses, like I've already taken an entire year of general chemistry. I've taken an entire year of biology. I just took a quarter of organic chemistry. Like I was so deep into the medical school prerequisites Then it was almost like, well, too late now. I can't turn back. But this was the first time that anything in my head actually said, like, you should think about doing something else. And obviously, I knew I had a passion for mental health. But I didn't think that that was a... I didn't think that I wanted that to be my career. But when I started thinking about what kind of doctor i wanted to be and like you know what specialty i wanted to go into like of course psychiatry was one of like the first things that i thought of when before like this whole i go to rehab experience i wouldn't have said that and i don't know any time that i would think about going to med school becoming a doctor I would always think about, like, the relationship with the patient because that's what I liked the most. And I like I wanted to be able to provide, like, a psychology kind of, like, approach to a relationship with my patient. Like, you know how some doctors are pretty stone cold? Like, they are just symptoms, treatment, discharge. Like, that's it. But when I was thinking of what I wanted to do as a doctor, the biggest thing I wanted to do was to provide like a space for a patient to talk about their feelings, like going through whatever illness they're going through and to talk about it. And you're probably like, Jaden, that's literally just fucking therapy. Like, (laughs) like I know this, this like wasn't apparent to me for a really long time. But after watching that documentary and seeing up close and personal a relationship between, like, a therapist and a patient, even though I've been in many of those myself, being on the opposite end of it and being the person that helps someone and changes their life to give them the life that they really deserve and seeing how hard they work to achieve it, like... That is what I want. So that's when I realized that maybe I don't want to be a doctor anymore. Maybe I want to be a therapist. And again, you're probably like, Jaden, no shit. Like, (laughs) duh, have you, like, listened to yourself in your podcast? Um, yeah. So I brought this to my therapist My current therapist. And she was like, Oh, I thought you were going to school to be a therapist. And I was like, Okay, well, (laughs) okay, like, okay, yeah. And the more that I thought about it, like, this has been kind of a consistent pattern in my life for a while. And I didn't really know it. My therapist from high school, even asked me multiple times like are you sure you don't want to be a therapist like are you sure you don't want to do this you know and I like laughed it off I was like no I definitely don't but it was like even back then she saw like that I had the ability to be a good therapist and like even going back to like my childhood and my like you know my friends in high school and even now like You know how people say that there's like, oh, the therapist friend in the friend group where everyone kind of like tells their problems to talks it out. I was like kind of that person in like every situation. And. You know, I thought that was just like a normal thing that everybody experienced, but. I think I didn't realize that people trusted me like I had. Kind of a welcoming nature. Where people felt comfortable to tell me things that they're struggling with, which is a privilege. Like to be the person that someone feels safe with, where they can share like really honest truth and like struggles with, that's a fucking privilege. And I'm like honored that people feel like they can talk to me about that stuff. And once I realized that that had kind of also been like a pattern throughout my life, like oh shit this makes sense you know it was almost like I had had like blinders on and I didn't realize that all of this shit was like adding up like a pattern until I finally let myself think about having another career besides being a doctor and it was like oh shit yeah this makes a lot of sense so (laughs) long story short um I'm no longer pre-med in case you didn't already pick this up um I I'm thinking right now I'm going to go to grad school for psych either PhD or PsyD in clinical psych and become a therapist because that's honestly what I am passionate about and I think that I have the ability to help a lot of people. So yeah, that's the revelation that I kind of had to figure out over winter break because um I had already signed up for my classes for this quarter and I was signed up for the next class in the organic chemistry series, which included lab twice a week for six hours. Like that, you couldn't fucking pay me to do that. Like in my head, I was already struggling so much with the workload that I had last quarter in OCHEM and I didn't even have a lab. And I would have a lab with its own lecture and meet twice a week on top of the OCHEM lectures that I would go to twice a week for class. It just like wasn't, it wasn't feasible for me. So I had to decide if I really wanted to pursue becoming a therapist because I could drop OCHEM before I started the new quarter and pick new classes. So I consulted, like, my therapist from the summer, who, of course, was like, yeah, I knew you were going to say this. Like, obviously, you want to be a therapist. Like, it was apparent to everybody except for me, (laughs) which is funny. But so I once I talked it through with her, I was like, she said, like, I feel like, you know what you want to do and you're just scared to do it and I was like yeah that makes sense um so I said fuck it um and I dropped OCHEM so now I'm taking like like a neuroscience class a mental health global health class and like a history class that is which is like so different than anything I've ever taken before like because all I've known pretty much my whole life is like science and I love science don't get me wrong I fucking love science I am a STEM girl I love that shit but I didn't realize how different not taking heavy STEM classes would be because you know I'm taking a neuroscience class that's still science obviously but not taking a pre-med requirement like chemistry, biology, or ochem was super jarring for me. And it has been. Like I've only had school for a week and this is like our it was it's already really different. Um because I think I realized that not having one very difficult class, like one super hard like like devote all my time to class Made me feel like empty. Like, I was like, what do I do? You know? Because, like, for an entire quarter, like last quarter, my entire life was devoted to OCHEM. I didn't do anything but OCHEM. Obviously, I had other classes, but OCHEM was my priority. Like, I studied for that shit nonstop. And now that I didn't have that, I had kind of this feeling of like, you're not doing enough. And I don't think this is talked about enough because I think that in college and even in high school, we kind of become addicted to stress. Like, I know that sounds really counterintuitive because who likes stress? But when you live with stress for so long and suddenly it's gone, you're kind of like, what the fuck? You, you feel kind of lost. And this is, like, all in in regards to academics. Like, I'm not talking about anything else in your life. Just academics. Because when I didn't have this big, stressful class, I was like, well, what do I do with my time? You know? Like, I've never had free time before. Or, like, I've never had this sense of, like, calm. (laughs) Like, ever And. I became bored like I literally am bored and it's because I was fucking addicted to stress, I was addicted to the stressful class of that gave me a sense of purpose that made me feel like I was doing to the best of my ability that made me feel like I was doing more than everyone else, you know, because everyone wants to feel fucking special And, like, now that that's gone, it's really interesting because I don't think it's a bad thing that I'm bored. Like, I don't think that that's a bad thing. I think that it's going to challenge my sense of identity because I tied my identity super heavily to being pre-med and taking really fucking hard STEM classes and all of this stuff. Like, my identity is so wrapped up in that. And I feel like not having that for once is definitely going to challenge who I am as a person. And I think in our society, especially in America, the idea of having like free time is kind of frowned upon, especially in academics. Like if you have free time, you're one lazy not trying hard enough or you're not pushing yourself you're not applying yourself which is so counterintuitive because if we don't have free time if I don't have downtime I don't have a life like you cannot recharge you cannot live a happy sustainable life if you're just go 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 which I have been for like my entire life so finally having free time where it's like oh you know I I I mean don't get me wrong my classes are still challenging they're just challenging in a different way like this quarter I have like readings that I have to do in every class and I haven't done readings since like freshman year and I have discussion posts that I have to write which again I haven't done since like freshman year so they're definitely going to be challenging in different ways. I'm not saying that my classes are easy. They're just different than what I've been used to. And having this time where I'm like, "Okay, I finished my homework for the day and I have like the rest of the day to do whatever I want." That's like that's like what the fuck? Like what? What do I do? Like I'm lost. And. That is like when I started doubting myself, I was like, shit, like, do I really want to drop being pre-med? Like, I kind of love the stress, you know, but I think that's just a product of our society and I think a product of college of being addicted to that stress and thinking that it's what you like and what you want But in reality, you just haven't experienced anything different and you don't know what to do with your time, which is a challenge now to figure out what I want to do with my time. And, you know, my parents like, oh, you know, you should get a job, you should get an internship, you should do research, blah, 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 blah. But what's so wrong with having free time? What's wrong with that concept of having time to yourself to have time to do whatever you want to do because I don't think it's that bad and like yes would a job be helpful and productive definitely but maybe I should take this time to explore more parts of myself explore more passions that I might have or I don't know just fucking relax like (laughs) We don't build enough time for ourselves and time to do nothing into our schedule because of the way that, you know, we're a productive society and we kind of value our worth on our productivity. That when you don't have this like constant producing, you know, making things, working hard, whatever, when you don't have that, it's kind of like you just feel kind of like a loser. <laughs> Because everybody else is out working. Why am I not doing that? But like think to yourself. Maybe it would be good for once in my life. To have time blocked out for me. To do whatever I want. To have no responsibility at that time. But to do what I want. And that's like the whole reason that I started this podcast in the first place. Like when I was home for the summer I knew I was gonna be in treatment but I also knew I would have so much free time and I thought you know let's explore a passion I've always wanted to start a podcast why don't I just do it right now and that brought so much good into my life and like made me realize what I really have a passion for made me realize that I love helping people and talking to people and putting the shit out there for people to hear if I didn't have that free time I never would have realized this So I'm thinking that now, instead of like painstakingly cold emailing like 50 professors asking for research and trying to find like a shitty job, like maybe I should just take this time to see if I have another passion I want to bring into my life. I don't know. Is that a crazy thought? Is that like so anti-fucking capitalism for you to hear? (laughs) I don't know, Um, but I think that's what I want to do right now, and sorry mom and dad, but I think I want to just figure out what else I have a passion for right now, and you know, if if I spend like these next couple weeks, and I'm still not, you know, think of anything, I'm still really bored, then maybe I'll think about getting a job, maybe, you know, I'll send out a few more emails looking for research. But I just think that we don't take enough time to slow down. And this is going to be my time to slow down. Because I haven't had that, like, literally ever. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. I guess this... I did not even know where I was kind of going with this episode. But I think that I really do want to... I don't know. Emphasize that having time to yourself is good. Having free time is good. And don't try to fill that shit up with things to make you feel productive. Like, take that time for yourself to fucking relax, find your passions, make new friends. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I don't know. But yeah. Okay. This was my episode. Uh, I'm going to wrap it up here. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, I'm so excited to be putting out more episodes this quarter. Um, Obviously, as I've said a hundred million times, I have a lot of free time. And this was one of the things that I definitely wanted to prioritize in that free time. So if you have any other ideas for episodes you want to hear let me know. DM me on Instagram at Jaden Scalise. Um, Yeah. I can't wait to make some more episodes for you guys. Um, Grow the audience a little bit. I was, I mean, we were growing for a while and then, you know, last quarter happened, but hopefully you guys stuck around and clicked play on this new episode. But thank you. I love you. And I'll talk to you next week. Okay, bye.